That bathroom is amazing. A gold toilet? And I can't believe you have a servant just to wipe your butt. Um, I don't. Oh, explains the attitude and why he did such a slapdash job. <laughs> I went from sticking pennies in the jar to offshore bank accounts. See, me and my conglomerates is lucrative. I'm talking big money, big chains, big guns, nigga. More power. Big talk, speedboat. Pray to God I don't get repo. Didn't go to college for a free throw. People getting killed through the peephole. How your money up before you go to What's up? We're back. Another episode of uh, Real Nonsense Sports Channel. Here we got a special episode, man. Here with my man Scoob. Oh man, real nonsense! I didn't, I didn't know the name. Show's been rebranded, man. It may get rebranded again. We don't know. Uh, this shit. I got some cover work too, man. I'll show you, man. Flim Flim cooked up some cover work and everything, man. Look, that is a talented young man. Some some cover work right there, man. Oh, that's tough. I like that a lot. Yeah, man. But uh, um, uh, what's going on, man? Coming to you live from the Roadcaster Pro as always. Uh. Free promo segment. Like to give a shout out to uh I don't know, you got anybody got any free promo you want to give out? Did you just get a tattoo, man? Who did your tattoo, man? Tell oh, oh, oh. tell us no, about how that went. No, no sleep tattoo. They did a bang up job. No they're, sleep, where's that at? It's in uh, Gatesburg, Maryland, but here you okay. go. They uh they're a fan of black people. All white tattoo artists who are a fan of black people, they got special ink for black people. There's special ink for black people? Yeah, apparently it shows up better and they don't Really? Is that new? Anything. Like, I have no idea, but I was like, wow. I've got like 20 tattoos. I've never heard of that. He was like, Ooh, I don't have any special ink. The dude's like, oh, wait. He, he literally, like, during a consultation, he's like, um, so because, you know, just some black people, like, tattoos fade faster if you don't space it out. Or, like, yeah, like, yeah. He literally walked me down the whole design. Like, the bigger the tattoo on a black person, the more it shows. No matter right. what their shade is. Like, but. We use if we use a darker black, we can negate that. A darker black is better. Yeah. So like, uh. it, it, so those those lines, those con, like it, it pops more. It's more distinct, right? Right. So right. If you're like crunchy black, then you're kind of out of luck. <laughs> you're like, short. <laughs> but if you're like some shade of brown, they're like it, it definitely pops more. And I'm like, wow, I had no idea. And he was like, yeah. So like, I would like to use that with you. But if you don't want to, I can. I understand. And then this, this sounds like a new age tattoo shop. Are you comfortable with me using this, or would you yeah, like he, me? He to- literally, start to finish was kind of like, look, man, that's tight. No, from a professionalism standpoint, that's tight. Oh, that's yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, he was like, um, even with the font we chose, like I, t- I got a typewriter font on my back, and he was right. Like, I was originally was going something more cursive. He was like, man, that's gonna have to be really big to be legible. Yeah, some Gothic Sans yeah, type was, or something. Like, yeah. So like I would do that, and I was kind of, and I saw the icon. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. He, the stencil, he put it on the wrong way. He stuttered from scratch, wiped it off. I'm like, Dude, yeah, this guy, yeah. You told him it was your first tattoo, huh? You told him it was your first tattoo. Nah, he just kind of like he was like just assumed, just assumed, man. Right, like, right. I don't see any blade. Most people start off with their arms. You going on your back? That's different. Yeah, that is different. I definitely, I, yeah, I started off with my right arm. Yeah, yeah, so that was, is different. He was like, yeah, and then even. After that, the dude was just kind of like, look, man, if you, like, I'm your guy. Like, gave me his card. He was, I was like, yeah. Oh, that's what right. sucks. Like, so you were a walk-in. You didn't, you just, you just bebopped in there. No, I called him. I, um, my homegirl referred me because, like, she's, like, way darker than I am. And she's, like, her tattoo show. Oh, uh, okay. to me. Like, how is it possible? Right, right. right. Um, but she, like, yeah. And he, dude, Chris took care of me. So no sleep tattoo. Get your tat. Let it do you right. No sleep tattoo. In Gaithersburg, Maryland. Uh, check them out. 
Uh, y'all know what we like to do here on this show. Uh, I'm not gonna not gonna fish tail it. We're gonna get. Oh, my microphone stand just came <laughs> off. Man, look at that Te- technology falling apart in the studio. Man, bear with us, man. Hold up, we gonna stop, start. We gonna come back at you. We're back. Technical difficulties are resolved. And before I left, uh, we're gonna talk a little water. We're gonna talk a little. Not even. I was gonna say Washington football team. The Washington Commanders. The commanders. We'll talk a little Commanders football. Right. Uh, it's been it's been a while since I had you in the studio to talk Commanders football. So let's just start off. Uh, how'd you feel about the name rollout? Um, not not just the name, but the rollout as well. Tell me how you felt about the double whammy of both of them. So, like, all right. To be fair, let's let's just start off by saying, well, like, what Fox did should be completely illegal. <laughs> all right, you like you you should not. Fly a helicopter over the stadium to like, oh, you're the commanders, and then the employees rush to turn off the lights so no one knows. Like that was terrible. Like you're going out of your way to be an ass. Yeah. Like, but the rollout was terrible. Hard to finish. It was it was a sham. So like, I did some research on that. Um, I remember Dan Snyder wanted the commanders from the jump. Right. Oh, so commanders was always. What, what yeah, apparently, we were looking at. but that Texas okay. team had the rights to it, so it was a uh, whole dog and pony show until they went bankrupt and he bought the name. So, the, so, so the you're saying the 19 month wait was just essentially so these people ran yeah, out of money people, and we could take the name. Look seriously, Google the San Antonio Commanders, and they ran out of money. Yeah, it's a, it's a football league that just. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, no, like, then 2019 they ran out of money. The league went bankrupt or something, and it was like the league's bankrupt. You, they don't got no copyrights on names. Yeah, so like he bought it from he, he just was waiting it out, and this whole time like this whole name fiasco was just a scapegoat. Every time someone something you know sexual happened, like, <sighs> sexual assault, <gasps> new this, name. This is sexual assault new. So what about this double whammy of the? the Organization is under uh, review for its sexual conduct, but now Dan Snyder himself is under review for his sexual content, his own personal sexual content, man. Yeah, so here's the deal, man. At this point, it's a bad product for the league, period. And to the point where the owners, like just yesterday, the NFL put out a statement saying, hey, Congress, we're not the ones uncooperative the watch that franchise is, which is a first. That's the first like clear cut sign that they're. Oh, uh, they're trying to break from the NFL yeah, and saying like, the, the holdup is not us; it's them. Yeah, the Washington Football Team is refusing to comply, so we can't do anything about that. Oh, um, uh, that is. I will yeah, say that's a I different. will say old Roger Goodell set it up for failure because he he for whatever reason thought an oral report would be what suffice. No man, sexual assault allegations. No man, they're no. not. They're not. I'm trying to tell you, they're not. Man, Snyder has too much. Man, he knows too much. They're not. He's not losing the team. Nothing bad is going to happen. It's yeah, just going to be a dog and pony show, not man. To mention, like he's like he's 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 really a smart man for what he's doing. Like the whole thing about the movie yeah. to Virginia. I mean, that's how you get. In the, I mean, people in power don't then. Typically didn't find themselves there by accident. Yeah, he just leaving. You know? He's like, yeah. so the Ravens have taken the lion's share of the market. So like, Raven fandom has been pushing further south. Right, for a while right. Now. Well, I mean, why not? You got a you got a pretty exciting product, and I don't personally find it an exciting product, but that's no, just yeah. me. Because <laughs> <That's laughs> once somebody's winning and someone's not, but that, not even though. that they're winning games. It's just the brand of football. I'm not really a fan of the brand of football the Ravens play. Oh, the, it's an ugly scheme. It's yeah, gross. It's, it's, it's I, like, I'm, 
I, I don't like Greg Roman's offense. It's like it's like in high school when Coach Hughes ran the the wing T, and I'm like, this is a dumb form of offense. Yeah, it's, like, it's not. I'm not crazy about it, but I mean, you can't argue when the team is winning games. Uh, he went down, so I guess that was the reason for their losses this year. But yeah, yeah, taking the stadium to Virginia. I mean, I mean, you, it would It's gonna. It's gonna. The Northern Virginias are gonna rally around it. I feel. Well, like. Here's the thing, though. You're trying to. You're trying to get people from like Richmond to come up to these games, right? Oh, that's the goal. That's the goal because uh, Virginia is technically a right. Well, here's the deal. Maryland's spending power outside of Northern Virginia is next to nothing, right? So uh, like, the last thing you want to do is. Is insult your original fan base, right? You don't want Baltimore to take over. So if they go to Virginia, long term, people like who've been Marylanders and lived and bred the yeah, Redskins, I can kind of way with. That. I feel you. I feel Not that. To mention, yeah. like, it's supposed to be a DC team. It's already bad enough. It's in Maryland. Yeah, you're pushing it. You're pushing it even more. Pushing it to Virginia. So yeah. it's like it's just, it's just, it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. Um, but not to mention like like old heads are really pissed about the commander name. Like, the commanders. Yeah, it's like it's just like all right, man. I kind of can get over it. Like those Yeah, were, the, the name was going to I mean, I, I I didn't expect nothing to blow me away. Yeah, I mean, I, I you get used to anything. The unis. Uh the black unis with the W in the front of the helmet, that that yeah. was tough. Everything yeah, the black unis there. look nice. I mean, the, that wasn't I wasn't mad at the unis. Uh, Flynn made a good point about the rollout. Them niggas on mannequins. I was like, why does the rollout have these unis on mannequins? Y'all couldn't afford to get a player out here. What the fuck else are they doing? They're at home. They've been at home. You couldn't get fucking. You got Chase Young to do the picture. You couldn't get him to come out there and model for the rollout. What? Where was the money put behind the rollout? Uh, it was just a smokescreen rollout. I think we have bigger issues than that. I'm kind of worried about the functionality that's, of our team. That's a great. That brings me. It brings me to a, the point I was trying to make and open up with was uh, I seen on Bleacher Report app came all came through a couple hours earlier today said Ron Rivera is open to trading for a veteran QB uh, if the situation is right. And the first thing that popped into my mind was uh, Deron Payne. I don't want Ron Rivera trading for – he clearly is not great at evaluating quarterback talent. I don't want him trading for anybody. I don't want him doing anything well, to be fair, on the, the Hask- quarterback the side the of the Haskell ball. The move was not his fault. He did not want Haskins. Diane Snyder, yeah. Diane Snyder yeah. strong-armed him. I peeped that. Decision. I peeped that. I peeped that. But I feel like – I don't think Rivera is – I don't think Ron Rivera does anything for a quarterback. I mean, I guess that's why you get a veteran quarterback because yeah. you got a coach that, you know, you can, you can, you can win despite the fact that he's – a defensive guy, he's not really giving anything on the offensive side of the ball. But that's not what this team needs, man. Well, we need some young talent pushing the pill. We don't need another another band aid guy. I'm tired of band aid guys. But right now, the best we can hope for, outside of an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson deal, is a uh, a band aid guy. That's all we got. It's band. It's um, it sucks. It sucks. And Revere, Revere talking about trading for a veteran. I'm scared of what Revere is going to put on the table. Like, so what do you do? And who's the veteran? Who's the veteran to trade for? Probably Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Probably Derek Carr. Honestly, I'm not upset at Derek Carr. Yeah, like I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be totally upset at Derek Carr. Yeah, it would like that, but that's depending like, on how much we pay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's um, see, that's where it gets sticky. His paycheck is where it gets sticky. How much money is Derek Carr commanding? Ah, I think he's going to command a deal. How much is Baker Mayfield about to ask for? 
So here's the thing. I wouldn't give Baker Mayfield two chances. <laughs> I do not like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, oh, is set to be a free agent. And the Browns, have the Browns said anything? I heard some shit. The last, the last thing I heard about it was the coach saying that he hopes Baker, that Baker, he fully expects Baker to bounce back, which is a joke because how do you bounce back from being sorry when the, at your best you were sorry? Yeah. Um, like, skip but Bayless. but that's like from an ownership perspective, what are you going to do? Are you really about to give this guy either a a new contract, which is is going to have to be? I mean, I would not Mitchabisky at, at, at that point at that price point. What's the? That's all I want to know. What is the price point Baker Mayfield is going to be? Because what if Baker Mayfield comes in there humble, like man, I'll take you know I'll take a hundred hundred twenty mil over four. Too much money. A <laughs> hundred twenty mil over four. For a guy with a pulse in the NFL, it's not bad. No way, hell no. What did what did Kirk Kirk Cousins got eighty eight or something over four all guaranteed? You give yeah, him, you give him one hundred twenty over four in funny money and, he has, and incentives. He has that Ross that salary cap and a vice grip. Like no, thank you. I'm not about to be strapped Get, to a guy with mediocre talent. Load it with incentives. Give it make it a, make it a make it a, one of those Colin Kaepernick type contracts where it looks like it's real sexy, but really there's not a lot of you know there's there's not a lot of money there. It's all incentive and team based. No. Not at all, bro. Like honestly, man. Like I—that's the beauty of the incentives. You know, he's not going to hit him. You know, Baker's not going to hit him. You on my team? If I'm, if I'm, I'm setting you up for failure with incentives. Why I'm, do I want you? Here? I'm saying if Baker was say he let's just let's just uh, play devil's advocate and say Baker acknowledges his play, humbles himself, and realizes I'm not going to have to. He takes a moderate is willing to take a moderate amount of money. Isn't Kyler I think Murray you available? have to take him back. No, Kyler Murray's not available. We can talk a little Kyler Murray. So um, like, what, didn't he we, scrub his whole yeah, Instagram account? Which uh, I think is crazy how Ky- that's some news. Kyler Murray, uh, for those that don't know, um, after flailing out uh, completely, I won't even say in the playoffs. I mean, on the back end of the season, I mean, he really just tanked out. Um, apparently, he went on his social media account, his Instagram, deleted all his pictures. In Cardinal gear, there's only two pictures there. None of neither one of them are him in Cardinal gear. And uh, apparently, the vultures that be online have denounced he unfollowed the team. Don't know how people be figuring that shit out. What a bitch made he unfollowed the team. That is such a that's such a. I rather you come home say I don't want to be here. I respect you like that. Don't like subliminally send the hounds after the. He's entering his fifth year. He's got an option. It's an option year. I think he's believed they, they can uh. They can pick up his option or they can let him ride, I believe. I think he's entering an option well, year. He can pull. He'll probably pull. I think he's entering an option year. I don't know. I was watching a Cowherd show, and uh, initially I thought the same way you did. When he when I seen that, I was like, oh, what are you, crying because you fucking suck? Like, what, what are you doing, man? What are you, you, your butt hurt? because? And that's the thing. He seems like the guy. They say he don't really got the lock. I mean, uh, he doesn't suck, obviously. I was being facetious. But uh, he's performing poorly. He's not playing very well. Uh, he's got a head coach that lost up um, Cliff Kingsbury, maybe the first guy in history to lose a job and then get a better job um, after he couldn't do the job that he was just doing. You know, it's, hey, you're, you're, you're sucking at cleaning up the floors, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to promote you to cleaning the CEO's office, and we're going to see how that goes. Maybe that's the motivation you need. That's essentially what people believe the Cardinals organization believes by hiring Cliff Kingsbury, 
Uh, I thought he did a job off because of Kyler Murray. Like, hey, this is your buddy. Let's get your let's get your I mean, buddy in here. I mean, he and that's the thing because they got him. They knew, you know, when he got was the head coach, you knew he was going to take Kyler Murray. So you got a head coach um, that was been trying to get. You know, he's a little too coddled in the NFL, really. You know, you got the head coach that was itching and clamoring for you. Um, you get the you get the weapons. You know, he gets you he steals DeAndre Hopkins for you. Uh, all you have to do is really just. Dig your heels in and be a leader of men. And from what I see, I mean, I don't know him personally, but from what I see, it is a tall task to ask. It is, but on the National Football League, they, that's what you ask 32 quarterbacks. Ideally, ideally, when you put the guy when you put the guy in there under center, you're asking him to go out there and lead 10 men. Yeah, but he's not. That's like, that's a quarterbacks who are leaders, uh, leader of men, right? We talk about. And Rodgers isn't even a leader of men. He's, he's I mean, because he's a douchebag. I mean, because right? Aaron Rodgers is an army of me. Yeah, so like he's here, a me guy. Right here, like, he doesn't I, care about leading the men because he's better than them. I think of a couple quarterbacks who like can fill that role, which is the only takeaway from this era of quarterbacks. Like when we were growing up and we got to watch like the Peyton Mannings, Peyton Manning had that locker room. Tom yeah. Brady had every locker room ever been. Eli Manning, for I don't like him at all, but had it. Every locker room he's been in, right? There's a clip yeah. of Peyton Manny telling people to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I see that. Do your job. I, I see it. I, I see it. Yeah, you yelling at the line. And no yeah. one questioned it. So like this, this whole like, like this we whole don't, thing. we don't want to pass. Peyton, let's run the ball, man. He's, we're <laughs> gonna do what I fucking say. We're gonna, he's like, are we gonna run the ball, Peyton? He's like, come on, blocks. <laughs> Tired of checking out runs, man. Let's run the ball. <laughs> but that's the new thing. To look, I look, I look around. The only quarterback that I can say right now who's like young and has his locker room is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has some of the... Oh, he does. I, I, I'll push you back on that. He does. He you're, does. T- you're telling me a, a one Patrick Mahomes doesn't have his locker room? You're telling me a Josh Allen doesn't have his locker room? No, Lamar Jackson? Young, Lamar Jackson doesn't have his locker room? I don't consider them young quarterbacks anymore. They're, up, they're like established quarterbacks. I'm talking about like you don't consider Josh Allen a young quarterback. He's a young quarterback, but he's an like, I mean, he's an established quarterback. He has enough. They've only been. They've only put two more years down in Burrow. Yeah, and he's eating crow for two years, and he has his system down. And like people, and, and Josh Allen's only been nice for two years, so he's essentially on the same level as Burrow. His first two years, he was coming up. He was struggling. No man, he got thrown to the wolves. I don't it's, care. What that's what I mean. Says. His rookie, his rookie like, year, it was trash, he and then earned, he, st- he he got it better. All his stripes, he earned. Everything he got, but man. my point is he he I don't know I still consider he's definitely they're all together to me. When I think of young guys, I think of Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, um, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and, and who, that's the young that, that's the young elite talent. Those those are the young elite quarterbacks. quarterbacks to me, like, don't, 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 but that, that's what that's the this. That's our generation's crop. You know what I mean? Those are the five young elite guys. That was, they're not just the young guys, but they're also the elite guys as well. I mean, who did I leave out? Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's going to have to prove something next year a little bit. I mean, I don't know. The finger wasn't hurting, but Pete Carroll, they say, may be the reason Russ has, isn't dirty. Do you think a, a Pete Carroll divorce and a more offensive-minded head coach would uh, help that Seahawks offense? Uh, I, can I be real with you? I think Pete Carroll who is an offensive guy, got extremely lucky with the Legion of Boom. No, I think he got extremely lucky. Here's the deal. 
Earl Thomas was like one of the only first round draft picks like at that that he picked up, right? Right. And everyone knew I, we were in high school when he got drafted. Earl Thomas was hands down the best safety in that class. I remember it. It wasn't even out of Texas. Every, it wasn't even close. Like, it's right. Earl Thomas, right? Right. Right. Richard Sherman out of Stanford, no one saw coming. Because big cornerbacks weren't really a thing back then, right? Yeah, Brandon, he was the. Yeah, Brandon, he brought it to the table. And then Brandon Browning, Browner, whatever his name is, like, no one, like, these big physical athletic corners and Cam Chancellor, who's a linebacker playing corner. He's playing safety, wasn't he? Yeah, sorry, playing yeah. safety, strong, strong safety. In fact, like, yeah, strong no, safety. No one yeah. saw all that coming together the way it did. No one saw Bobby Wagner being this for for just this beast of a man. I mean, like, he knew they were going to be good, though, huh? I mean, no, nobody who who picks up guys that I mean, yeah, Earl Thomas. You pick Earl Thomas up knowing that this guy may be prolific, you know. But for the most part, when you're picking guys up, you get your one guy that you look at that's going to be prolific. But for the most part, you just, I hope these guys are good. That's not true. I push back on that. I hope these guys are good. I push back on that because, like, all right, full disclosure, I'm weird, man. I look at people's, like, stats and college stats for efficiency and stuff like that. So, like, for example, I called Alfred Morris. Uh I called. I knew Alfred Morris, he's, as a back, his, his, the reason why he's not in the league right now because he couldn't catch. But as a pure running yeah, he back, got phased out. For, as a running back, I like I can't believe this guy's going this late in the draft. Mm-hmm. Right? You you can look at someone the way they play football in college if it's going to trans transfer translate to the, to the NFL. Yeah. Right. So like I believe in that. Yeah, I believe in that. So like I knew Johnny Menzel wasn't going to be good. Johnny football. I didn't know because he's like he was. Wait, like he was so likable though. That flashy stuff you're doing, yeah. It was so likable, man. I, I love me Manzel, man. I was ashamed he tanked out. Hey, I was it like, was damn, a, man. It was a matter of time. That's why I didn't like. Everybody knew it though. Yeah, every everybody I knew was like everybody I know about. I didn't know anybody bully on Manzel. Yeah, like I didn't like Manzel. I didn't like um Mayfit for the same reason. I'm like, bro, like when you try that hard and you you he was successful in college, hundred percent, Heisman winner and everything, mm. but he was. Busting his ass at the college level to be great. Where yeah. on the it looked hard side, to him. It looked like you could see how hard side, he was trying. If you looked at like the only reason Josh Allen didn't blow up because he went to Wyoming and that yeah, I remember reading about program it. Program like not great. Like yeah, his story is amazing. Everybody thought he was like, a total gamble. He literally was like he he sent his high take to recruiters, and the only school he got a call from was Wyoming. Yeah. So like yeah, but like you're looking at Joe Burrow. Made college football look easy. Yeah, he like, had the what was that the best statistical college football season the quarterbacks ever put together his life. His only start, his only year starting, he puts together the best statistical season. Right. Um. Like even even Mac Jones made college look easy. Right. Um. Jalen Hurts made college look easy. Tua made college. Jalen Hurts makes fucking the NFL guys, look hard as fuck. Yeah, but those guys are those guys. Those guys are like uh, outside of Joe Burrow. Those guys are mediocre. Right, right. right. I'm like I'm like, yeah. None of them. Making, none of those guys look transcendent. If you're making college football look hard, I don't know if you're going to be just going to transfer. Yeah. Like, Scary Terry, by the way. I never saw any of Scary Terry. He shit. made college. Football I didn't know nothing look, about him. He was breaking people. Like I'm talking about separation from routes. Mm. He made Haskin look so good. He would get three yards off of separation and like it's nothing. And I'm like, why wasn't this guy? A first it's so funny that that pick? didn't work. 
you look at Jamar Chase and Burrow, how great that is. And we we had a little bit of that in Haskins and McLaurin, and it was a dumpster fire. Yeah, because like, I mean, that's because Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins, man. That, your your receiver can't be the leader in that situation. Yeah, that doesn't work. Also, can we acknowledge that Joe Burrow had a we, he had Jamar Chase, which is his like number one receiver in college. Yep, and then his number two receiver, T. Higgins. Played for Clemson the year they oh no no they played for um was it Clemson yeah I think he played for Clemson he was the best receiver on Clemson when they beat Alabama uh, I I in my in a little segment I did on the uh, last episode I talked about how that he's a wide receiver one too I was like man their team looks good man with Tyler Boyd as your like that's a yeah, yeah nice the two little, yeah but Wait. at the same time it's like it's really hard because that the Rams are built for yeah. the pass. My 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 like I said, my mind says Rams, but man, I don't know, man. The Bengals, they're magical right now. They they only need the magic. That's the thing. I always I always like to bet on guys that I think the magic's run out. When I think you know you got as far as you're going to go, the magic's going to run out. Everybody thought the magic was going to run out with the Bengals. I think two games ago, I think two games ago they thought the magic was going to run out. I don't see how that, people thought about that. Like I thought I thought the magic was going to the first game, their first playoff game. I was like, might be here. But then when it, they got that, the Chiefs, I thought the Chiefs were the magic ran out. Dude, I knew. When and they, they only needed for one more game. When they had the Chiefs like 21 or something, and I'm like, the moment they, they tied. They put up 21 unanswered. Yeah, yeah. The moment they tied, not a dang tie, the moment they like they stopped the Chiefs from scoring, I'm like, this is the ball game. Because yeah. the Chiefs defense can't stop anyone. Yeah. So if you're stopping them, you are going to catch up and you are going to win. Like, Yeah. Yeah, the Chiefs defense was they they were sucking them off at the end of the year, but I was like, man, this is still the Chiefs defense, man. I'm not I'm not running the jump on the Chiefs defense bandwagon. No, I'm just not. Yeah, I'm just. I wasn't even I'm running just not. the jump on the Cowboys defense bandwagon because like that's the reason why I thought I had zero faith in the Cowboys. If your best defensive player is your Michael Parsons, who's a phenomenal deserved, Michael Parsons, yeah, that was deserved, talk about a hit there. Deserved yeah. rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, but like. He's the only one I look at and go, that's a star. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Diggs is a star. I think Diggs had a phenomenal year. I think yeah, he just he had a shut down corner. Yeah, I about to say he gave up the most yards of all cornerbacks in the NFL. Yeah. He he got, <laughs> he got torched. He he led the league. It's it's the TO effect. Yeah. When TO was leading the league in in touchdowns and drops. It's like, bro, are you helping me or hurting me, bro? Like, I can't fucking tell. It's the reason why, like, cornerbacks is such an it's such an easy position to determine if you're good or not, right? Think about it. Darrell Revis, Darrell Revis is going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, not even Revis Island. Yeah, yeah, but his stats are awful. No one threw him the ball. That's why. Yeah, but yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, that's, that's the point. Yeah, the, that's the catch point. Yeah, his like, numbers are huge because people passed away from him. I, I seen a little list of the jokers he kept under 35 yards and shit. I was like, bro, like, Trayvon Diggs isn't keeping anybody under any amount of yards. That's he just made like as a cornerback, like like oh man, I gotta like the turnovers are great. Don't get me wrong, but I like I need you to take someone out of the game. Yeah, remove a wide receiver from the game. Yeah, Deion Sanders took people out of the game. Yeah. Darryl Reba took people out of the game. Yeah. Ramsey I don't want this nigga. This game. nigga's not an option. When you come yeah, when you come play us, he's not an option against us. Yeah, I don't want like, no. I don't that's want no that's way more like powerful that. than the interception. The inter- if, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to skulk at interception. I'm never going to, you know, you can never skulk at extra possessions uh, for a team. 
You just can't. You can't. And the value of extra possessions, I think over the fact that he led the league in giving his team extra possessions cancels. It, 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 I won't even say cancels out the fact that he gave up the most yards. I would say it's kind of, it overshadows. It's more, it is more important. I feel like giving your team more possessions is more important because those giveaways don't necessarily equate to points all the time. No. You know, but them them he, extra possessions. He did take you know, two to the house, though. So he scored two touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, the second that's not the case, the second you're giving up the most yards in the NFL, but you don't have the most takeaways, you're now becoming a liability. Yeah. Instantly. Instantly. Yeah, and that's my problem with it. Instantly. The second you're not the pro, you're, the second you're not in the top three of takeaways, you're hurting me now because you're getting fried. You're not taking the ball away. And, this, you know what I mean? So... But he's a rookie, though. That's the thing. No, he's he, not a rookie. He's second year. Second year. Well, second year. He's still a young guy. Second year. He can, uh, he got work to do. I put it like that. It depends. It all depends on how this he takes this season. If he looks at this season uh, as his OBJ breakout, um, he's going to have a bad, he's going to have a wake-up call, I feel like. But if he looks at this season as his opportunity to really uh, dig in and hone his craft, Second year guy, he can get better. I mean, he led the league in picks. I mean, it's only up from there. You know what I mean? I mean, what? Yeah, he led the league in picks, but that that like eleven pick total was hasn't been done in years. Yeah, right. So that that drop off that drop off is inevitable. But that's the funny part. It's almost like he it's almost like he led the league in picks because he led the league in giving up yards. Yeah, like quarterbacks. Have, how can we not go to this guy? He's giving up yards. He's getting roasted all game. How can I not try him? And then you, you pick one off. Like, you got 11 picks because people were trying you. People continue. People watched the film, and they continually said, bro, we can get passes off on this guy. We can score on this guy. And they did. <laughs> we can score on this guy. And, you know, perhaps that has something to do with why Dallas just totally shit the fucking bed in the play. I don't know, man. They Dallas can't. The because- they can't beat teams that aren't the NFC East. They can beat bad teams. That's what Dallas is. Dallas, Dallas is a good team that can't beat good teams. It's weird. They're a good team that can't beat good teams. Like, here's the deal. Everyone knows the NFC East, which, by the way, people say the least and we suck, but, like, I mean, it's, we're it, the only division it, it goes year by year. Where everyone wins. We're, at one point in time, the reason like, here's my theory on the NFC East, right? And this is why I think it's, like, not fair to be like, like, oh, we suck and we're terrible. Historically... A different person has come out of the NFC East almost every year. It's a carousel. Yeah. It's a carousel. And at one point in time, that care like that, we we prevent each other from getting more playoff success. When you like this, the fact that this last back half of the season was straight NFC East. Yeah, games, yeah. The way they, yeah, that was weird how they did that. Like, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I was man, not a fan of that. I was going, like, bro, so we're just playing. Playoffs hurt. Yeah, we're just playing Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles. Like, what? So I'm like, mm. Also, think about it. We're the only division who has all of our teams have Super Bowl wins. Oh, yeah. I mean, there is that. So there's a historically, we're, in, we're down now, but. I we're crabs in a barrel right now. I yeah. feel like we're, we're just also we're building. We're step. We're, we're we're all four of us are just stepping on each other to get to that dance and get knocked out because ain't none of us going home with the date. So we're just fighting to go get to that dance and get knocked out. But I I, I do feel that though. I do feel the NFC East is probably it's competitive within its own division. Yeah. Think about other divisions. Yeah, right? Within its own division, who's it's competitive. coming out of Jacksonville, 
Texas, Indy, and whoever that fourth team is. Yeah, I can't remember who the fourth team is, but that's I think that's the team that's coming out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Right? But I mean, that's like Tom Brady. When Tom Brady was with the, the, the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins all while they were rebuilding. Oh, they're just they're just flailing through. You know, they won 10, 10 titles because them teams are going through a carousel of scrubs at the helm. The two hardest divisions in football right now is the the Bengals, Ravens, Steelers. Steelers just and got Cleveland. Easier. Steelers and I don't know what, what's Kyler Murray's division. What's that? Cardinals. Car, that's second one. That's the that's the first one actually. Cardinals, yeah. Seahawks, um. 49ers Green Bay No Not Green Bay I think it's, Is it the Rams? I don't know Yeah it is I think it is the Rams That's a tough division Yeah that's the hardest division of football That's a tough division Great players Great coaches Can I tell you my favorite players right now man? Talk to me man Favorite De- players Let's go Rapid fire Debo Samuel Debo Samuel This guy Debo Samuel not a Debo Samuel guy. <gasps> Why? Not a Debo Samuel guy. What? What? What can? What can? Not he do a for Debo you? Samuel guy. What can't he do for you? I'm. I'm not saying. I, I. I like what he's doing. I'm not. Don't. Don't get me. I like how he's being used. Uh, I think Shanahan's scheming him up great. I like how he's being used. He had. A, he put together a nice end to the season. Um, but, I mean, what? How long has he been on 49ers? You know, we heard about him. He made some noise this year. What, two years. Yeah, I mean it's cute, but I, I like I like my pass catchers to catch passes and my ball runners to run balls, man. He does both. I, I, at a high level. I don't. I don't. But he, he doesn't. He's not a. He's not a higher level. Pa- there are there are higher level pass catchers out there than him, and that's my problem. If you're the if you're the absolute highest level pass catcher, yeah, man, you can do the Corbell, Cordell Patterson, and we can run this little gadget gimme gimmicky thing. But I'm a traditional football guy. Traditional football guy. I like my wide receivers to go out there and catch balls, man. I'm not I, doing. I'm not doing too much of this new age wide receiver coming out the backfield, jet sweep ball type of herky jerk. There was no I'm one not, else to I'm come not, out of the backfield. Gould. They were that. Yeah, they're, they're decimated. decimated. Yeah, they're, they he, can't. That, they can't keep anybody not healthy. Only did he tote that rock. He ran it like a running back. Yeah, there I'm was not, some power behind those I'm, runs. I'm not hating. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and shit on him or nothing. I saw it. He, I mean, he, he, especially that that game against Ryan. He played a hell of a game. I can't shit on him. I can't take any. It's the James Harden. That's how I feel about Dean Bosang. The same way I feel about James Harden. It's not like I'm not. Analogy. I'm not going to say you're not. You're not nice because you you clearly are. To say you're not good is. To sound uneducated. Like I'm not. I I'm think not. James Harden hurts the team more than he helps. I'm not going to say that, but I don't like your game. I don't like James Harden's game. I don't like Debo Samuel's game. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not saying. He I'm just saying if, if I'm starting a team, uh, that's not the type of wide receiving talent I'm looking for. Uh, you're crazy. I'm looking for. A, I'm looking for a. Uh, uh, um, Insert best receiver name here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm looking for. It's not what I'm looking for, man. You know, I'm looking for. Looking for. Something dim. Looking for Devontae Adams type, DeAndre Hopkins esque. You know, that's what I'm looking for. My wide elite wide receiving talent, DK Metcalf type. You know, big strong hands that grab Debo it over DK any day. Uh, I would take DK Metcalf over Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. I would. I don't like. I would. Uh, Look, I don't like when our star receiver dropped the football. Uh, yeah, he drops the pill a little bit. Yeah, he has a little bit of he has a little bit of pill dropping issues, but uh, because he's not getting fed properly. 
He's not getting fed properly. You're getting fed. He's getting fed. He's not time. getting fed properly. I'm giving you a guy, the ball, A guy sir. like Metcalf needs to be seeing between 7 to 11 targets per game. He needs to be seeing Cooper Cup-level targets. And what is he seeing? The opposite of Cooper Cup level targets why is what he's saying. And look Cooper at the Cup level targets. Why is he dropping the ball? Because he's cold. He's out there running dummy routes. He's a frosty beverage most of the game. And then oh, Russell Wilson wants to scramble out of trouble and throw the ball fifty yards, and he's supposed to be on the money because the ball's finally coming to him. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Okay, what I'm not going to do? That's his job. What as I just said, what I'm, <laughs> what I'm not going to sit here and do on this broadcast is bail out a guy whose job is to catch the football, and he doesn't always catch the football. I'm not going to do that. He definitely needs to work on the hands. But I'm just saying the numbers, the immeasurables, it's all there. Yes. And the only thing I feel is holding him back is a poor offensive scheme. He needs to be getting peppered with targets. That's that's all I'm saying. He needs to be getting peppered. When I look at them numbers, I just see DK Metcalf had a ball thrown his way at least eight times per game every game. 16 games, eight balls need to go his way unless he is hurt or double teamed. Straight up. There's no excuse. There's Them no devil team is probably a extreme possibility because there's no one else. That is a possibility. That is that is a fair possibility. But there's also a, a bigger, you know, to me, it's Pete Carroll's scheme, man. I don't see enough balls uh, going his way. But uh, we'll keep going, though. Debo Samuel, who you got next? Um, just uh, no quarterback skill position, right? No quarterback. We can't. We can't talk any quarterback. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, skill that's position. Fair. Quarterback. Who, who, you don't have five quarterbacks. Here. I got you. I got you. All, All right. right. Recap. We're going through players we like right now. Uh, skill positions. No quarterbacks. First up was Debo Samuel. Yeah. Uh, who you got? We're going we're, we're to do. Uh, we're going to do our top three. We're gonna, top three guys. We're, f- we're feeling right now. Um. So I, I said Debo Samuels. Okay. Right. That's Debo your number. That's that's Debo Samuel first. Phenomenal. Jamar Chase. I can agree with Jamar Chase. Jamar, like, think about the like, he had some drops in preseason. Yeah, a lot of drops preseason. He ain't dropped a ball since, man. It was preseason. That Talk boy, about practice, man. That, that Talk boy about practice. Is a dynamic. Yeah, he's to me. He's a uh, to me. He's he's a. Uh, He's just—he's the new Beckham. He's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's bringing what Beckham. He's bringing what Beckham brought There's to the. There's no flash to his game, man. It's just. Ca- oh yeah. Oh, it's—it's it's tight. It's tight. His yeah, game is very buttoned the ball up. In the, in, in, like he—he he does his best work inside the numbers, and that's right? why I call him. That's why I call him Beckhamess because no. he'll take a slant to the house Beckham, on you. Beckham does the exact opposite though. Beckham's best work comes from outside the numbers. Right, he he's like, good inside too. He's man. good inside, he's, but his he, best we're, work comes we're from talking outside. about transcendental, re- transcendental. Receiving talent, yeah, you know what I mean. I seen Beckham take slants to the house uh, three times a season, man. Jamar Chase is giving you just that. He did a little twenty yard dump off. He's taking it to the fucking house. I'm not saying they're the same guy. I'm just saying like his his excitement bursting onto the scene to me. That's where it reminds me of Beckham. Um, uh, okay, I'll give you that. The excitement surrounding him yeah. bursting onto the scene. But oh, he's definitely his own guy. Uh, I definitely like his game. Uh, I may dare I say I, I'm not ready to say I like his game more than Beckham's yet. I haven't seen enough from him. But I definitely uh, I can I can I can I can co-sign that uh, Jamar Chase definitely a uh, exciting guy coming up. We can agree on that. Uh, I would definitely probably have him on my list as well. So uh, that's that's number two. So who you got at number three? Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. Here's why. Michael uh, Parsons. This defensive. Work, he's so he's a linebacker. He's whatever you need him to be. Gotcha. Gotcha. Literally, he's all, put his, all all purpose guy. He can put his hand in the dirt. Yeah. He can go after your quarterback. He can stop the run. And then probably this year, 
He has some of the most impressive pass coverages in a zone I have ever seen. Yeah. Like, there's, he like, can cover. What makes the NFL really special, what makes you like that, that NFL-level athlete, like I remember being a kid and watching Zach just know what to do without mm-hmm. even thinking about it. I think your ability to read the game and react that fast is instinctual. Instinctual. So they right, all right. have that. That's what separates college from pros. Mm-hmm. Speed. Right. Processing. Like anyone can live. There's a bunch of people in college who can lift 350 and run four twos and all this other crazy stuff. But like that, your ability to recognize. The intangible. Yeah. Read and recognize and react. Makes yeah. you an NFL player, and amongst amongst players with that talent, Micah Parsons supersedes them by far. Mm. I've seen him shoot gaps in the beginning of the plays and blow up. I mean, completely blow up a play because a lineman couldn't react to him moving. That's insane. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's something that all greats have, like. You're either an instinctual player or an intellectual player. Like Ed Reed, hundred percent intellectual with the physical ability, right? Mm. Like Ed Reed knew when he picked up Peyton Manning, he's like the play by play. Like I knew, I watched your film. You'll pump fake twice, right? And you'll wait for me to turn, and you'll throw the ball the other way. You pump yeah. fake twice, wait for him to turn, and rolled out to his left side and caught the ball before it got there. Like that's that's. Someone who's processing yeah. at a high level. You're that's playing, what, yeah. You're playing a different game almost. Market, that's what Michael Parsons does. <sighs> Again, you know me. I'm I'm always rookies, man. Rookies. I'm always a three year guy. Rookies I got on defense though. Rookies I'm, on defense is different. Rookies, like, there's no, there's no, there's no. It's easy to say. It's easy to defense. say that until you come back out next year and his numbers don't look anything like that. Because I'm going to scheme for this guy now. <sighs> I'm going to scheme, boy. People I'm don't making, scheme for Patrick Mahomes. I'm making. I am making people Michael didn't Parsons, you know? take the slant guy every time. Every time. There's no yeah. like, I have to. You can you don't scheme yeah. for a quarterback. You scheme for an offense, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Right? I mean, I'm not. I'm not taking away. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, rookie year. You know, rookie year. But he is doing some amazing things. Definitely the defensive star. I don't think you. I don't think you realize that what you can like what you can do with him. Yeah. Right? No. I, I, he's more valuable than Trayvon. You know. He's he's definitely the. It was the best pick in the draft. Uh. You know. Easily. Easily. Yeah. So I'm think not, about it, man. Like who's yeah. who's. A, when we say who's your best linebacker, they're all like oddly one dimensional. Bobby Wagner is a run stopper. How many people know? You know how many how many Miles linebackers Jack can is a people coverage lean? linebacker? Right, who can do both at a high level? Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking away from him. I'm not taking away from him. That's so that's so we gonna just we gonna recap: it's Debo Samuel, yeah, Jamar Chase, yeah, and Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. We can agree on Jamar Chase at number two. Uh, I think we, we we covered that. I agree with that. Uh, Debo Samuel. Uh, I'll let you know who I got in front of Debo Samuel. Ooh. I'll let you know who I'm taking over Debo Samuel uh, any day of the week, two times on Sunday. Um, a one Cooper Cup. A one Cooper Cup. So I'm going to take over Debo Samuel. I'm going to let you know why. I'm let you know why. Because Cooper Cup didn't just burst onto the scene. Just he didn't. This isn't the first good year of football he's Cooper put down. Cup's been nice. He's always. This hurt. isn't. You know, is he always hurt? He's not always hurt. He tore an ACL and he came back from that year and put up another thousand yard season. He was doing these with Jared Goff at the helm. Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff won one game this year. Maybe two. 
Maybe two. That's not fair. He was maybe Jared Goff. I'll say this about Jared Goff: Does he have a pulse? Totally. But that's about it. He doesn't have much more than that. And Cooper Cup has been holding it down, Jared Goff. And when he gets some should be Hall of Fame talent in in, in Matt Stafford, I don't know if Matt will go to the Hall. Because uh, he, he was too loyal to Detroit, man. The, them Detroit years might have called. If Matt had been smart and broke away, uh, he'd be a Hall of Famer first ballot, no doubt. But he a, he burned sweet. all his oil in fucking Detroit. He he burned all his oil. I mean, I would say with Calvin Johnson as well. That's just me. He burnt, huh? I would say with Calvin Johnson. Not in that organization, man. Ah. How many, how many times you got to lose games before you? It's like, dude, I don't care how good this guy is. Like, I mean, number one, I'm the one giving him the fucking ball. I need to go to a better organization. He'd go somewhere that's more structured and better. I don't know. Detroit man. sucks. I think Calvin Johnson kind of helped Stafford more than Stafford helped Calvin Johnson. I would, I would say Calvin Johnson helped keep Stafford in Detroit when he should have. That's a, that's what Calvin Johnson did. Calvin Johnson <laughs> probably anchored him in a bad franchise because he's playing with Hall of Fame. You recognize a Hall of Famer right away. I've got this Hall of Fame uh, wide receiver. Why Why isn't it working? Why can't I make this work? I got the best wide receiver in football. Uh, I'm a great tosser of the ball. Why isn't this working? And he found out it's because your team sucks. Your organization sucks. When you go someplace that knows what they're doing, uh, you look at the results. And you look at what happens, what you do with the stuff that was there. Not only Cooper Cup, but the revitalization of Odell Beckham Jr. I mean... Come on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Cooper. I know that's probably a hot take, and I know I'm probably going to push back from a lot of people on that, but I'm taking Cooper Cup over Debo Samuel. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not even thinking twice about it. I'm sleeping good, and I'm sleeping like a fucking baby. Sleeping like a baby. Uh, we got Jamar Chase a second, like we said. Uh, number three. Um, I'll follow the trend. I'll follow the trend. Number three. Tempting to put Michael Parsons there, but you know who I put at number three above Michael Parsons? T.J. Watt. Stuff I was watching T.J. Watt. Now, T.J. Watt broke that sack record. They robbed he him. He did not. They fucking robbed him. They robbed him. He I was watching the game. I, I was watching the he game. Tied it, it was a new lost one. He they didn't, didn't break he, it. They didn't count that strip. Nah, it, he was going to tie it with that strip. It was like, I think they ruled it a, a, they ruled it something. He was a strip sack is what it was. It was a strip sack. I was watching the game. I saw it. He sacked the quarterback. He lost the ball. I saw it. it was a strip sack. They gave him, they, that's what he tied. And then they took it away from him. They didn't call it a sack. And then he tied the record. He got another sack and he tied the record. So really, he he broke Michael Strahan's record, really. Now, let's be honest. Let's be clear. He did have an extra game. But, but, hey, you ready for this? You see, he all these antics, all these, but here's the kicker. He had an extra game, right? He missed two games, though. Strahan didn't miss any that year. I don't give a shit. He missed two games. What are you talking about? Strahan played 16 games. TJ Watt played 15. Ah, uh, okay. So he got, he got him one in the back end. Got it. Look at that. He had help. Like, but I'm saying he missed two games, and they robbed him, and he's still tied. The guy was playing great football, man. He's electric off the line. Uh, I seen some uh, – what was that? That Ravens game, they just chose not to block – that over, Ravens in overtime just chose not to block this guy. And he, <laughs> I mean, that was one of the worst offensive calls I've ever seen. Greg Roman, why do you still have a job? But um, T.J. Watt, the defensive player of the year, 
is uh my number 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 three guy I'm feeling, man. That's who I'm feeling. Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, and TJ Watt, who I'm feeling right now. I can I respect that. That's who I'm feeling, man. If we're just if we're just talking skill players. Now if we're talking quarterbacks. If we're talking quarterbacks. I have five quarterbacks. If we're talking Ooh. quarterbacks. We're not even gonna go five. Who's your number one guy right now? You know who my number one guy is. Who's right. your number one guy right Joe now? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's your number one guy. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Yeah, I've never seen someone. First of all, Joe Burrow has it been? How long have you been on the Joe Burrow train? Oh, out of LSU. Ah, ah. I mean, it's been a quick three years. LSU was the best. First, it was the best season, the best college season ever. Uh, The ACL tear, and now the best comeback ever. Damn, Joe Burrow's prolific. So I'm like, dude, check it out. (laughs) Joe Joe Burrow is fucking prolific. Damn, they did this thing where damn. During the game, they like they can like because you know next gen stats is insane. They're measuring heart rates of people like and stuff like that. Completely calm the entire game, <laughs> the entire game. I like and like he has his locker room. He has their own. They have their own nicknames. Like he's he's literally controlling that locker room. If I'm the if I'm a, I mean he's look at him. Look what he's he's like Magic Johnson right now. <laughs> bro, if I'm a, if I'm a coach. I'm a coach. Oh, he, a he Zach Taylor's the reason. He's I'm, the reason Zach Taylor still got a job. Zach Taylor's about to lose his job. Yeah, I'm terrified. I'm like, this guy has way too much power. He's in year two. Oh yeah, he, he's a vice grip on this franchise. Oh yeah, owner sucks. I mean, that owner. Imagine being the owner of the Bengals right now. Gluck, gluck, gluck. Oh gosh. Oh my god. I may have a Joe Burrow car. I mean, I may have that nigga's face if, on my car. If Joe Burrow delivers Cincinnati, their oh god, he's going. Ah, he's gonna. He's going to be in elevated to a two, crazy status. In year yeah. two? That's how you splash back in Mahomes. That's how you take a punch at Mahomes right there. Winning that bowl year two, that's a punch right there to Mahomes' face. <laughs> that's a punch across the face right there. I'm here for it. But, uh, okay, let's make it interesting. Since the elite guys, we, we, we've talked about the elite guys, talked them to death, beat them to death, beat them to death. Let's talk about uh, the top five guys at the quarterback position you're not liking right now. Top five guys you think need to pack up and get the fuck. <laughs> uh, Baker Mayfield, number one. Baker Mayfield, the unanimous number one. Oh, without a the doubt. unanimous number one is Baker Mayfield. Everybody wants to see Baker Mayfield fuck off. He just needs to. He just needs to get get gone. Right? It's the arrogance, man. It's, it's that unearned sense of confidence. Where do you get off? Play right, playing as bad as you do. Where do you get off coming into this press conference with an attitude? Yeah, like, how dare you? <laughs> You suck. You just do four interceptions, yeah. and and you don't want to talk to you know. You want to belittle me? <sighs> Baker Mayfield is a crazy guy. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like get the get out of here, dude. How, like you just like you're just insane at this point. You're denying logic. <sighs> yeah, we can we can all agree on base. We can agree Baker Mayfield, number one guy, number one guy at the quarterback position. We're not feeling right now. Uh, number two. Ready? Number two. Who are we feeling at? Who who are we not feeling at number two? Carson Wentz. Oh, you're not feeling Carson? Not at all. Oh, at number two? Nope. I'm behind Baker Mayfield? Yeah, you like, The only guy you like less than Baker Mayfield's Carson? Carson Wentz with that weird Steve <laughs> thing he has going on. And you, like, he's a, Car- a Carson did okay. He cut his picks down. Bro, he's he cut the picks down. He cut the picks. He, he cut the picks in a fraction. Enough. He, frac- he, he fractioned the picks this year, uh, and his running back had uh, his running back had an MVP bid. You had, which means you should have been to the playoffs. 
Still the playoffs. And not only did you not go to the playoffs, <laughs> you lost to the Jaguars. And Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence had his best game of the year. A cold bitch. I'm like, wow. Hey, Trevor did toss his best game of the year on Carson fucking Ooh, wins. God is, damn it. This is not okay. I, if I was an owner of the Colts, I'd be flabbergasted. I'd like. I might punch his wife. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'd be so angry. Because I might punch his wife. Like, are you serious, Carson? Man, Carson. Man, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I don't even know if we've got it on the show. This was before we had a dedicated uh, cast just for sports. I was bully on Carson Wentz coming into the year, man. Carson Wentz was my comeback player of the year. He was my feel good story of the year. I thought Carson Wentz uh, was going to leave that grotesque situation in Philly, step into the Colts, and really be revitalized and give a great performance. And um. <sighs> We're putting him at number two. Fine, I'll put him at number three. How about that? Uh, well, who's number two then? Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. I like Danny. Uh, yes, Danny. Yes, I can agree <laughs> there. Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. I can get behind that. Danny Dimes at number two. Yes, because when is he going to get the fuck? How many chances, man? How, if he's not the Donald Trump of the end, I mean, how many times can this guy go out there and perform mediocrely before somebody around him opens? Somebody around him is like, man, we may need to shake things up. Like, he would have never been a first round draft pick if it wasn't for the the Manning's quarterback coach blessing him off. <sighs> Yeah, you know what you need. He he doesn't nothing about Danny. The only thing about Danny that looks like a first round talent is his ability to smack up on the Washington Red, the Washington Football. Oh, excuse the Washington Commanders. Now did we That's, beat him? Twice? Oh, we, oh, this year. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He finally and he lost that. That used to be a ceremonial thing. He'd have so so years, but he'd always smack up on Washington. And this year we took that from him, it's and he so was just weird. a mouth breather this year. It's so weird. He was just a like, fucking. What is this? His fourth year? Yeah. And turns out, like, oh my he's god, a, he's, a, he's a phenomenal athlete. He's so fast. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's got wheels for a white guy. Yeah. So I'm he's like, got wheels. Period. I didn't even mean wheels, to put the. Yeah. I didn't even put the four white guy on there. He's so got like, wheels. Period. I feel like he needs to like just leave the Giants. Get with a quarterback Leave the Giants. Guy. Get get with the quarterback guy who's like, all right, we're going to teach you. The down. Giants have done nothing but suck him off and deal with his bullshit. Because you have to after you put yourself in that. The Giants. The Giants are the spouse that is constantly disappointed, but never, never wants to leave. <laughs> he lets them down time and time and time again, and each and every time the Giants are like, "It's okay, you're doing your best, and I love you." Every single fucking time. At what time do you need to tell your spouse they need to do better? Nobody wants to tell Danny Dimes he needs to do better. I think number two is a great place for Danny Dimes on this list. Yeah. Carson Wentz had to fight for number three. I fought for number three on Carson Wentz. I, I'll leave Carson Wentz at number three. Uh, number four. Ooh, see, this is where it gets kind of hard because like, now I'm like, do I... Yeah, Do yeah. By, by the time up? we get to five, you're gonna have to take a shot at somebody who's doing okay. It's gonna have five is gonna be a hot take. I'm well, sure of it. I mean, right now because four, my gut tells me to go, go Zach, big Zach out of New York, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, four, four, Zach Wilson, four. He's a rookie, so I'm like maybe he'll bounce back, maybe he won't. But and if honestly, it's not him, honestly, if we're going to talk Zach Wilson on the list, I believe Carson Wentz should be bumped down to number four if we're talking nope. Zach. I'm more Zach Wilson is scary, man. 
It's scary how bad he. But you're right. It's a rookie, rookie year. year. Yeah, but, yeah. And if you know, I'll take, I, I, I he should take, be off this I list because of that. Him yeah, the yeah. yeah. Right. You're right. You're right. Let's so, talk about guy, so guy, guys. Guys, we want to see get the fuck out of here. Either yeah. one of the Carolina quarterbacks. And I don't care who you have. Sam, Sam, Sam Darnold or Sam Cam Newton. Darnold, Sam Darnold made him like made people hope for a hot second <laughs> until I realized these are that's all a great, these that's are a great all, number these four. Are all, these are all rushing. That's touchdowns. a perfect number four. He's, he's, he's leading the he led the league for a hot second and rushing touchdowns. I'm like, wow, that's a terrible thing. scary. <laughs> I remember when he led the league in rushing and everybody was talking about it and in my mind I was like, how sustainable is that? It's like how sustainable is Sam Darnold's rushing? Like, what is happening? Why is he running the football for touchdowns? At that <laughs> clip. That's insane. Oh, that's a great one, Scoot. That, that's a great placement at number four. Or we could switch it up and go Cam Newton. I think, moment, I think they're both four. I think Cam Newton, the Cam Newton slash Sam Darnold can be number four. They can both collectively be number four. Because I definitely want to see Cam Newton get the fuck out of here. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't. I trust me. Black, black. It's almost like you're. I'm not black for saying that or something. People want to challenge me. Oh, you don't fuck with Cam? No, I don't fuck with Cam. Cam Newton. Cam Newton has not been good for like three years, man. Bro, the moment he said, "I'm back," oh my gosh, I lost every game, bro. I knew it. I knew it when he, when I saw the splash he came back with. I was literally like, man, this is this is energizing for a fan base. This is charging. Uh, you know, I'm sure that as a as a diehard Carolina fan, seeing him come back, that was the energy you need. That was the that was the Super Bowl for them. That game he came back, that's what you needed. Because I'm a diehard Wizards fan, my heart would skip a beat if John Wall came back and played for us. But I know it's we not going to lead anything. It's not going to. It's, it's going. I've seen your ceiling already. I know it's not going to get better. You're older now. You're older and you're injured and you're less. You know what I mean, and guys. You still can't shoot. Yeah, you don't, you're not going to get. And that's Cam Newton. He's older. He's more injured. Uh, he's you know before you were hurt and when you were younger you were trending you weren't trending in the right direction per se after the Super Bowl the Super Bowl you crescendoed and then it kind of t- it was just drop off after that and I knew he wasn't I, I knew, when he went to the Patriots I thought that was funny I was like what is he doing the Patriots are running a gimmick offense now when do Patriots when do New England quarterbacks scramble yeah, like what, what I'm saying man I was like, like Bill Belichick's running this gimmick offense for him uh, I just I'm ready for Cam I'm ready for Cam Newton to stop. Being reach as much as I like black quarterbacks, um, those are the two. That I, I just I, I'll tell you who's number five. I've got number five for you. I've got number five. We can uh-huh. go. I thought it was going to be a hot take. I thought we were going to have to get number five. Teddy Bridgewater. I want to see Teddy Bridgewater get the fuck out of here, man. At number five, that's who I can we can we can we have a consensus on Teddy Bridgewater? How many how many organizations is Teddy Bridgewater going to tear off? But he's not. Gonna, I won't even say tear off. Because Teddy Bridgewater proves that sometimes it's better to be likable than good. I think that's why he keeps jobs. I think he's a very likable guy. I think he's a very team-friendly guy. I think he's a very owner-friendly guy. And he's just easy to deal with and very agreeable. And I think that's the only thing I can muster up as to why he keeps jobs. Because he just goes from city to city not performing. He never really performed to me in Minnesota. He didn't perform in fucking Denver. Where else was it? Where, where did he go? He didn't go to Denver. Where did he go after Minnesota? Uh, wasn't he? Uh, oh, when he was on Carolina, he wasn't really he great is, on Carolina. He in, he's in. He's in. Denver he's in. Right now, he's right? in Denver right now. He wasn't really great on Carolina. To me, he's just a. He's he's a step under mediocre. Whatever mediocre is, he's a step under mediocre. He's like the opposite side of the spectrum of Kirk Cousins. Uh, we can. I we can. He's yeah. I can put him at five. 
He's like the anti cousins. I was gonna be like Jared Golf. Jared Golf was your number five. Because here's the deal, man. I think Bridgewater beats out Golf for number five, man. But golf, Golf did only win two games. And not to mention, like they like. Who was he throwing to? He was in Detroit. Stafford couldn't figure nothing out in Detroit. You know, Jared Golf wasn't. Yeah, his coach did say they're going to bite kneecaps. Right. Him. Look at the guy. You got this guy on fucking national TV talking about biting kneecaps, man. Like, Too bad. He, he sucks. I want to get up and bite a kneecap. So someone said that we got Jared Golf for a six round draft pick. I would consider saying so. Who, so you, but here's why I put, I'm taking Jared Golf over Teddy Bridgewater. Now, for future reference, you want. I, not for future reference, just for pure honesty, you know how much I can't stand Kirk Cousins. So why? Naturally, why can't you stand Kirk Cousins? I want to put Kirk. What Cousins is your problem with Kirk Cousins? List. Oh man, uh, hey man, we all right. Hold on, we're gonna break and come back at you with we're gonna bonus content, man. You hate Kirk Cousins? I don't like him at all. <sighs> we're gonna come back, man. Before we leave, we're gonna do a recap. Top five guys at the quarterback position were not feeling. Number one, unanimous, Baker Mayfield. Yep. Number two, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Number three, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, number three. Number four, Carolina quarterbacks. The Carolina quarterback, Sam Darnold and Cam Newton. They both can go. And number five, can we agree? Teddy Bridgewater. Ah. I'm taking Jared Goff over Teddy Bridgewater. You're not All taking right, Jared fine. Goff over Teddy we'll Bridgewater. Do, okay, that's fine. So, number five, Teddy Bridgewater. Two so, glove quarterbacks are gross. So, we're going to break, come back. Uh, we're going to close out on Kirk Cousins. You don't like Kirk Cousins? Not even a little bit. We started with the Commanders talk. We're going to end with some Commanders talk. Uh, man, fuck the break. <laughs> Fuck the break, man! What don't you like about Kirk Cousins, these baby? Are, these are all inflated numbers. What do you mean they're inflated numbers? What, do you, inflated what don't numbers. you like about four thousand yards and 30, 30 touchdowns? Not winning. That's what I'm like about it. <sighs> That's a sexy way to not win. Mike Zim. Mike oh Zim. My God. He was already the best Redskins quarterback ever. And then he goes to fucking the Vikings with a much better team. He's peppering the young talent. Justin Jefferson setting receiving records. Why? Because Kirk Cousins is peppering the young talent. And yet they lose. Because Mike Zim, I put that on the coaching. I put that on the coaching. I, you know, play I put on. that on the coaching. If you're getting Kirk Cousins is churning out 30-plus totters, 4K yards, and the picks, the picks are double-digit, but they're on the lower end, double 12, 13 picks, you can win that. You can go to this. You, you can do more with that. Why hasn't he? Why hasn't he won? Because Mike, he Mike, he's not he Mike you know Zim. Else? He you needs know, a coach. You know who else won? I'm pretty sure what? Mike McCarthy had the Super Bowl win. He's incompetent. Tell me the coaches Kirk Cousins has had. And now I'll tell you why he does not have a Super oh, Bowl win. Oh, wow. I just told you Mike McCarthy. What was he going to Was he gonna get a Where was he going to get a W with Jay Gruden? Mike Zim. Come on. Kirk Cousins needs some of that new, hot, why young, young, ta- young you, coaching why? talent infusion. And you're telling me the Vikings? Oh my! If the Vikings gave, aren't a competitive team. If you gave another quarterback Kirk Cousins' hand, I bear it. You give Kirk what? Cousins what, what's not the like, man? Man, let me pull up some Kirk Cousins please, stats for you right now, do. man. Because and I can explain to you how that should translate to winning, but it's still not. What do you mean? It, I'm not saying I'm not going to sit here and argue with you that Kirk Cousins is a winner. But Kirk Cousins has thrown for at least 4,000 yards every year he started. 
every year he's been a starter in this national in this league, he's thrown for pretty much 4K and 30 totters. He's a younger Matt Ryan. And me. the most picks he's ever thrown is 13. He's a younger Matt Ryan to me. Do you know what he did this year? He threw for 4,200 yards, 33 touchdowns, and seven picks with a 103 passer rating. And no playoffs. His passer rating last year was 105. No playoffs. The year before that, 107. Lost in the first round at home. Oh, my gosh, man. I don't know, man. There's no pleasing you. Okay. There's no pleasing me. That's not. I just want you to win in the playoffs. Okay, so you you want him to be elite. And he's not an elite quarterback. No, 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 no. no. He's not an elite quarterback. But these are top tier tier numbers. He won some playoff games. That's all I'm saying, man. When the the cards (sighs) are on the table and it's time to go in, Kirk Cousins is the last guy I want to be like, win me this game. I'm like, (sighs) God damn it. I'm not scoffing at 4,200 yards. 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions. That's I'm not scoffing at that. Sexy numbers for a loser. <sighs> for so it's all his loser. fault. Loser. So so the, the head coach takes no responsibility for this. Their, their outdated scheme and their over-reliance on the run. You know, the, the fact they're the only team that brought the, the freaking Tennessee Titans have the best, biggest running back in the league. And even, you know their strategy is to run the football. And you. even and even they don't approach it like Mike Zim does, where it's just kind of like every single game you can, count, you can count on a heavy dose of cook and some passes over the top to Jefferson. You can count on it like fucking clockwork. So Pete Carroll did that, and he won. He and won and, and that's a great example. Pete Carroll did that, and look at the Seattle Seahawks now. They went to two Super Bowls, and they won. I'm not talking about what happened in 2014, Scoop. Same I'm talking strategy. about 2021. In 2021, why is Pete Carroll's offense performing at a similar, uh, an inferior caliber to the Kirk Cousins-led Mike Zimmer offense? With more talent, by the way. With more talent. So, no, the Vikings have more talent. Oh. They have more talent. Oh. Yes, they did. Maybe. No, what? What do you mean maybe? You may be, no. right. <laughs> you may be right with that. You, you may be right there, but. I don't know, man. I don't. So, I, Kirk I don't, Cousins in Washington, you were a fan of shipping them out of here. You were a fan of the Washington, what Washington did to Kirk Cousins. I didn't like him. Do you realize if we had just never made that goofy-ass RG3 deal, picked up Cousins as we planned to, because he he would have been where we were at. He would have been where... No, I'm just talking about hindsight now. And hindsight's 2020. I don't need hindsight. It's I I disagree with it when it happened. And you called me crazy. Well, yeah, because I wanted to... Hindsight's 2020. If I had known what Kirk Cousins was going to develop, you can't tell me Kirk Cousins wouldn't even be better with three first-round picks around him. Yeah. I agree Kirk with Cousins that. and three first round picks. I didn't want RGD from the jump. I didn't want RGD from the jump. Everyone said I was a hater and I didn't like a black guy. And I was like, no, I just. Don't I mean, we wanted a splash at the time. He was the. Yeah, think about it. It was what was it? It was Vit, then RG three, then Lamar. RG three was a ripoff, and Lamar Jackson really gave us. Lamar Jackson is what RG three was supposed to be for us. That's what he's supposed to be for us. Yeah, essentially. I didn't like him the moment I found out he couldn't do drop back. Like wow, this is what a what a terrible yeah, year for the yeah, yeah. Like, oh wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a Heisman winner, you know. He was running. It was the With sexy. Two it was sexy. ACL tears before he even played football. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's real sexy. That's a sexy brand of football we got here. Uh, he gave up three first round draft picks for a nigga that had ACL surgery before ever touching a football NFL field. God. Oh. Yeah. 
I still don't see how you didn't like Kirk Cousins. Bro, though, I don't like, dude. Look, man, I just told you, right? These are all numbers that are akin to an elite, elite production, right? These are some great numbers. Why I would kill can't you go to the playoffs? I maybe I'm just talking. And also, I don't blame. So you know what? The quarterback is the one position. Where I don't say it's a coach's fault, right? You know why? Because that's your job. With a quarterback's the only position. He's where running wins, an offense. Wins and losses. He's running an offense. Wins and losses follow quarterbacks. They do, right? But it's a quarterback a, with a bad, you know, a, in a bad system or with a bad coordinator or with a bad head coach, you have to be good enough to overcome that. You know why Dallas didn't go anywhere? He didn't do anything. Fizzled out. Dak Prescott Dak is not good enough good. to overcome Mike McCarthy. Just not good enough. He's good. Just not that good. Good enough to overcome bad coaching. He needs to be coached well. That's Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is good. He just can't overcome bad coaching or mediocre coaching. He needs exceptional coaching. He needs transcendental coaching. I'll be honest. He probably needs like a Sean McVay or a, a um, or a Shanahan. He would have been great. I remember when he was poised to go to San Francisco. He would have been great in San Francisco. Redskins staff. Yeah, because the other guys now he's in the playoff too. Yeah, I know. Like, look at that. Yeah, look at that. What a that's, that's always been the case. People leave Washington sports clubs and get better. It's always been the case. Yeah, you remember it's always Carlos been the case. Rogers, I, and at case in point, goal. Carlos Rogers. Stinking it the fuck up here. Carlos Rogers couldn't cover the red side of a fucking barn. He was a lick every Sunday, getting toasted on prime, prime time, getting roasted. Goes to San Francisco, gets some LASIK surgery, and he's a pro bowler immediately. Which is uh, immediately our fault. How do we not realize this guy can't Couldn't see? Couldn't see. You're right. He's out here playing football. The, the guy that's getting barbecued every play, nobody was like, man, well, maybe this nigga can't see the ball, man. Maybe there's a reason why this guy's getting so grossly abused outside the numbers. <laughs> nobody. Pro bowler. Instantly. Instantly. But that, that's that's the type of sports clubs, Washington. That's the type of culture we have. That's the type of shit we promote. That's why I want a young guy in here so desperately, so badly. But the truth is we do need to get a veteran. If I'm being honest with myself, we do. We got to get veteran guys. Until until we have a complete and total culture overhaul, we got to get veteran guys. Because right. the culture overhaul young guys is, can't is thrive here. Young guys can't thrive. Young guys can't do it here, man. They can't. There's like, no leadership. There's no backbone. There's no structure. There's no foundation. The owner's making fucking pornos of cheerleaders. It's a circus here for a young guy to come into and expect to be disciplined, win games, and grow. I think the two best quarterbacks coming out this year are both black. And so, you don't like Kenny Pickett? No, I don't. I mean, next year, next year, next year. I, I'm a firm believer that this quarterback class Kenny is, Pickett. is not great. You don't and like Kenny Pickett? Caleb Williams and Bryce Young are, are just waiting for us next year. Um, look, man, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Jordan. So Snacks. another another year, another year of trotting that same disappointing piece of shit product out on the field that what we the did. Fuck is new? What's new? <sighs> We've been living this for twenty something years. This God, is this. this is it. This is our oh. franchise. If we can get a legit, qualified, potential franchise quarterback for one more year, potential franchise quarterback. Yeah, we can't. For for God. not giving out the barn, not giving out three first round draft picks. If Caleb Williams or Bryce Young fall into our lap, I would be okay with that. I would be okay with that, right? But what I'm not okay with is drafting Kenny Pickett, and then he's being exactly who I thought he was. And then lo and behold, somebody else gets two sexy black quarterbacks that are just tearing up the league, and now I got to live with this for another decade. I, I say, this. 
I say if there's a young guy available for us to grab at our pick, we should t- consider it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. What? That's fair. I'm not saying that's we fair. should trade up. I'm not saying we should and move I'm around. I just say is, who's ever available at our pick, if there is a guy that can toss the pill coherently, I'm we should consider it. We should that's also be considered open to doing it. There's the Arizona Cardinals. And immediately going back to back quarterbacks. Now, we still suck. And, well, I don't care if Kenny Pickett's Josh Rosen 2.0. Get rid of him. Bye. Yeah. New hotness. Like I said, it, if something is available, I won't be mad at grabbing it. I won't be mad at that. But the commander's got to do something, man. Yeah. The commander's got to do something. We need to find an identity. That's what I'm saying. They got to do. We need somebody to give it to us. We wanted Chase Young to do that, but it's not it. Boy, what happened to that guy? Right. What happened to that guy? He was supposed to be T.J. Watt. He was supposed to be transcendental guy on defense that was going to give our team some type of identity, and he did not. He, he so far has played I've two never, seasons, has not delivered on that. I've never seen someone lose their bend at the defensive end position. Like, cause you know you come off the edge, right? Like, to that lean you do where you, like, put your body and you're, like, yeah. ripping through the lineman. Uh, he was so straight this whole time. Like, why are you so high? Get low. That injury probably, I don't know. I don't, what, was, it, was it ACL tear? No, but that's before. He was healthy when he was doing that. I'm like, yeah. did you not go to the gym? Did you not work on your flexibility? Like, you just thought you made it and stopped wanting to play football? I don't know. He's I just, the best defensive, like, Jonathan, was supposed to give us, Jonathan Allen is, a, is our best defensive That's our best defensive man. player. Right. And that, but that's the problem with the team. All, all of, the only notable thing going on on our team was the defensive line. And that's not, it's not enough. It's just not enough. I do like curl. It's not enough. And in, in, in the days of high-powered offenses, your defensive line being the only thing of note on your team, you guys probably aren't going to be putting a lot of consecutive wins together in the National Football League. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I hate to keep hate to keep circling back and harping on the Commanders, but um. We're going to a uh, show's called Real Nonsense. You know, we like to end on some real nonsense. So I'm going to, I guess it can be a preview for the next show because it's a, this is a whole nother bag of chips I'm about to open right here, but I'm only about to give you just one. Ben Simmons for James Harden. We're not even going to, we're not even gonna, I mean, we got a little bit of time here, but I think... Okay. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was, but here's the deal. I uh Sixers won that trade. The Sixers think Sixers a, won that trade. They got a first round draft pick. Oh wait, the Nets got the Nets. Who, the Nets got the draft. The Nets pick. got the draft pick. Yeah, the Sixers trade, gave right? the house. But here's the deal. <laughs> the Sixers traded the house away. Here's the deal. Right? The Nets won that trade big time. And here's why they won that trade big time. You still have two bona fide shooters and you got a third in the Curry. So you have this floor spacing. Ben Simmons no longer needs to shoot the ball. He doesn't need to be an offensive powerhouse. He just needs to guard your ben best Simmons player ain't on even defense. Playing. He's not even playing. What is Ben Simmons going to? What is Ben Simmons about to bring to the court now, man? He's going to guard your best, your best offensive player. Probably. I mean, honestly, I'm not even to me. I, and this is why I, I felt like this trade belongs in the real nonsense segment, man, because. I don't think I don't think there are any I don't think any team. I mean, I guess you could say the Nets won by the haul they got, but I don't yeah. think I don't think any Easy. team really won because 
Yeah, you got a haul, but you still you still got the same fucking problem, man. You still got a part time Kyrie, uh, a hurt Durant, a uh, Steve Nash, who I personally just think coaching this team is miles above his head, and you know you still you still and Ben Simmons doesn't come in and solve any fucking problems. He's another guy you gotta you don't even know what he's got in the tank. You don't even know what he can play. He's been jacking off, uh, showing up to practice with his phone in his pocket, fucking around, selling his house. Uh, you know what I mean? He's just, he's just, been, he's just, just, just doing everything but playing basketball. This is the guy coming into your facility. Um, the Nets, the, the Nets can't win the, the fucking this the Sixers. Year. You shipped off, you know, role players like Seth Curry and shit. Important guys. You shipped off important picks to get one James Harden, uh, the most renowned quitter. Now he quit his way out. This guy has literally quit his way. He quit his way out of Houston and then quit his way out of another team. He's quit his way out of two teams in less than two years. Uh, he doesn't even play it in any of these cuts. Just quits his way out. What's he going to do here if him and Joel and B don't mesh? He's going to quit his way out of this one to go somewhere else. I mean, the whole thing to me is just. <sighs> I think the Clippers are slowly becoming the best team in the West. By the way, they got some. They had some phenomenal trades. They got some big wings, and Kawhi's out. Well, he's projected to come back in the playoffs, and if he's anything like former Kawhi, they're going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, we, we, like I said, we have to do a whole show on uh, playoff outlook, uh, or even All Star break coming up outlook, uh, trade deadline. Um, well, I guess this is just a teaser. We gonna, you know, we we we've got all that on tap. Uh, I'm sure Flem has a lot drawn up about the trade deadline. Uh, John we, Morant for yeah, MVP. John Morant. I mean, that guy, I. I said on I said on record on the hot mic, John Morant. If you, I'm taking John Morant over Zion. I said that before the draft. I was a John Morant guy before the draft. Before the draft, I said, dude, I know Zion's gonna go first, but if I had first pick, I'm taking John Morant, and I'm not surprised zero, by anything I'm seeing. Zero fear. Like I love. He's, he's the guy, man. Also, he's probably the most athletic point guard I've ever seen. He's, he's, I thought Derrick Rose was the most athletic point guard I've ever seen, but I've never seen a point guard fly. Move that he's crazy, man. That block, that block you had, that's gonna be alive forever. He's making a case, man. He's definitely making a case for, especially with Memphis playing better. He's definitely making a case for and, MVP. And he's shooting better. He's shooting so much better. He's improving his game, man. Like young players do, or you're supposed to. Yeah, at least. I was just, that's so, a joke. Yeah, it's, it's 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 definitely great to see. We got a lot of good NBA. That's what I'm saying. But that's that's that makes my point. You know, John Morant, the Suns basketball right now. There's so much good stuff going on in the NBA. James Harden quitting his way out of another team. And the often aloof Ben Simmons, who's doing everything but playing basketball, is now in Brooklyn. To me, that whole scenario was just uh, some real nonsense. Yo, I went and copped the rain. I call this rock the wine. Johnson, stop the plane. What's good, bro? What's good, man? I ain't nothing, man. I'm I mean, crazy. here. I just just put a just put a just put a fire ass show down with this nigga Scoob, man. I got you on here now, man. He's he's on the airways with us. What's up, Flem? How you doing, bro? Oh, what's up, man? What's going on, y'all? Ain't nothing, man. Told told him about the show rebrand and everything. Oh yeah, 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 man. New things, man. New things on the horizon. Oh, bro, I'm definitely a fan uh, of, the, especially the bet on me segment, man. That's that's some quality stuff right there. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. Uh, took me a while to realize uh, the 
get it away from all the uh, the other hoopla and just let it live on its own. But um, yeah, for the most part, man, it, it was coming out uh, pretty decent. We just had a segment, man, and like I, we had a top five worst quarterbacks, right? Oh, bro, you gonna love this joint, man? We did. We did a top five quarterbacks. We're not feeling. Oh, just the worst of all. Just, the worst nah, you've ever seen. Right now, just top five guys in the league. Oh. Right now, currently, that I was oh. like the top five guys that just need to pack it up and get the fuck. To, to be, to oh, okay. To I, be fair, I gotta. I, go ahead. As, as all Washington fans on here, I was going. I was going first on my list. Is Doug Williams, man. That's the worst uh, quarterback. Cla- classic first. quarterback. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bonus, con- bonus content right now. Let's run it. Bonus content, man. Top five guys of all time you want to see get the fuck. <laughs> yeah, Doug, Doug Williams has a career uh, completion percentage of 49.6. <laughs> uh, that, that, that tells you. And that tells you all you need to know, man. And it's a reason he won a Super Bowl and got benched the next year, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, that dude's certified at him. You know what, though? Joe they tried Doug out like a fucking hero. Joe Theismann was ass. Who's that guy? Joe Namath. Joe Namath sucked. <laughs> <laughs> he completed 11 passes in that Super Bowl, man. That dude... Joe Namath, yeah. <laughs> them old, it's like watching them old guys pass the pillar. It's like you said, man. You watch them old guys pass the pillar around compared to what's going on today. It's like, man, you niggas suck, bro. Y'all niggas would have got scorched. They run circles around them dudes, man. Johnny well, uh, Unitas. I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, all those dudes, man. Those dudes fucking ass. I'm curious. Who, uh, who do I have on the five, man? On the five. Oh, man, it's... uh. Check it out. Number one, we did, yeah we uh we what was it? yeah the unanimous number one was Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, right. Number two was Danny Dimes. Mm-hmm. Number yeah, yeah, it's time. Number three was uh Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was number three. I I, I he wanted Carson Wentz at two. I fought for Carson at three. <laughs> uh, I fought yeah, for I Carson. See that. Yep. Especially the debacle uh. He's damn good, especially the way he closed the year out, winning, getting in, and just threw a uh, threw up all over himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, I number, see that. Number four couldn't be couldn't be lonely Jacksonville. Yeah, <laughs> number four. Yeah, was both Carolina quarterbacks. Yeah, we we the Carolina <laughs> PJ Walker, uh, well, PJ Walker, and just, Cam Newton. Oh, Sam Darnold, Darnold, yeah, Sam Darnold and Cam Newton. We 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 split them at four. We said they both need to get the fuck. Especially how hot Darnold started, man. Darnold, he had everyone saying, man, we were wrong on Darnold, man. It was a smoke you screen. Know, uh, what those rushing touchdowns? Yeah. We were talking about it was a smoke screen. <laughs> no, nah, it definitely was, man. Uh, he, Yeah, he's not a starting caliber. You look back at that draft now, and I can't believe we were clamoring over any of them bozos. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Darnold. Yeah. This year got that kind of feel of a draft, too. It's going to be a lot of some of these four guys that end up being – a lot of nothing. <laughs> and who, who 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 rounds out the list? Man, we it, it was it was some, it was some back and forth. I got some. I we we decided on Teddy Bridgewater number five. Teddy Teddy brings it up. He wanted he he wanted to argue Jared Goff, but I was like, man, I'll take Jared Goff over Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, you're. Yeah, hi, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me, give me, 
Weirdly, I, I've always kind of been a Teddy guy, but give me oh, golf oh. over. That's only and the only reason golf I say that no, you saying you take well, golf over Teddy, or you want golf at number yeah. five? Well, only because I can't unsee the time him and Mahomes went back and forth. Uh, I don't think Teddy could ever be in a game like that. Thank you. Yes. Where, uh, Teddy at number five. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Teddy at number five. Oh. Golf yeah. with toe to toe with Mahomes. Oh. Bridgewater could never. Yeah, I don't think Bridgewater could ever do anything. Bridgewater ain't trading that, blues with Mahomes. But that's the only reason. It, 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 it's, it's fucking close. Yeah, yeah, it's butt close. Yeah, they're, they're poopy butt butt. No, nah, man, you know what? Now, this, this might be fucking uh, local bias, but. Uh, Heineke needs to be on this list. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Heineke should probably not be avoiding this list. I'll be honest with you. You want to see him he, pack up and get the fuck? He's no, got, yeah. bro, he's a backup, man. Right, he's a backup. Yeah. I don't need to see him get the fuck. I just want to see him backing somebody up, not exactly. starting. I We're talking about him, guys we want gone. I want to see him throwing passes with the starting QB. That's what I want to see. That's the role he should be in. Yeah, I, li- I like him on my bench. Yeah, I love him that, on my that, bench. That, that I just don't like. I hate him as my starter, but I love him as my backup. Oh, by the way, yeah, I I, I told him like logically thinking, right? That's a solid top five. But if I had my own personal wish list to put him on, I said I put Kirk Cousins on there. Yeah, yeah, bro. I I had I almost did a. I was trying to do a bonus segment, but it just it just turned into a run on because I was like, bro, he's a Kirk Cousins hater. He's a, he's a Kirk yeah, Cousins I, naysayer. Now I'm a Kirk guy. I'm a Kirk guy. So you like losing? Uh, I like I, I like, like what he gives you, man. Right. I like he's, solid quarterbacking. He's a lunch he's the lunch pail guy. You know, we're going out for happy hour. No, he's heading home. He's that guy. He's, there's nothing exciting about him. There's nothing <laughs> No happy hour. Like, <laughs> back yeah, to the I train. mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's nothing spectacular about him, but I mean, he's one of those guys, like, if you sit and talk to him, you'd be like, he's really not that bad, man. He's cool. You're not willing Kirk's to actually talk cool. to him. Huh? Yeah, you're not willing to sit down and get to know the guy, man. Yeah, because he's, he's the only guy who loses. <laughs> I'm going to coin a stacks phrase. He loses going up. Right, he he was with the Washington football team, and they were trash. And then he left for a better team in every aspect. By the way, running game, receivers. He had Stephon Diggs, and then he got Justin Jefferson. He had a nice tight end. He's like he he had Kyle Rudolph in his prime, and he delivered you nothing. He gave the city of yeah. and none of that falls on Zim. None of that falls on no, old ass Zim. No, no, it doesn't. That's Here's, my argument. I don't. There's a reason Mike Zim got canned. There's a reason why quarterbacks have wins and loss records. Well, let, let me round That's him out. That's a media tool. To, to, to school's point, I'll say this. Twice he was uh, in two franchises that did their absolute best to surround him with the most firepower they could give him. Jordan Reed, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon. Yeah. I mean, those aren't... Great names, but the they team did go out their way to say those are functioning. They, they went out their way to say, "Look, man," and and in the school's point, he just took uh, what Kyle Rudolph, uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, yeah. Those and Diggs are... left there and then led the, led the league in receptions. So. Right? Yeah, he had a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it, it can go either way. He's he, really he, what you he got is, valid though. arguments against Cousins, I guess. Well, yes, thank you. He's the he's the perfect fifteenth best guy in the league, man. That's it. 
He's he's better than a lot of niggas, and he's worse than a lot of niggas. I'll he, take that. He's he's, he's, a, he's a middle of the pack guy. He yeah, he's definition of middle. And another guy that's a middle guy. No, I, I was going to harp on this. He's just one of them losers, man. Dak Prescott. That's a, that's a. I, and the team takes the brunt because the Cowboys are such a a, a big organization. Yeah, you you love to hate the star, but look behind the star, man. Some of this shit's on Prescott. Oh yeah, I mean, some of this shit's on Prescott. Yeah, Prescott doesn't receive enough criticism. Also, I mean, even I mean, even it was sexy to take shots at him after that contract, but he definitely ain't, yeah, ain't playing up to it. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't know how that team's staying afloat, man. They they're drafting their asshole. They paid a running back. An inordinate amount of money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's here, here. I, to me, that's what that that was their big fuck up. They should have shipped Zeke off when he held out, man. Fucking running back holding here. out. You saw what the Steelers but, but did Jerry, to a running back that holds out. Why'd you pay him? But Jerry's not that kind of guy. You're when you're a cowboy, a productive cowboy. You're a cowboy for life. You're yeah. a cowboy for fucking life. Jerry want to keep yeah, asses in the seats. That is yeah. true. But that's why they haven't won. That's another thing they haven't won. They're too loyal to people. Man. They're too loyal to the same fuckers. They're too loyal trying the not to say they're, the they're same like us. I mean, not, yeah, I mean, they're like us, but at least they're entertaining. ESPN like that's the difference. Saying, they're stuck in the past too. Amari but, Cooper about to be on his way out. Where, yeah. Where, oh, really? Where is he about to? Go? That's the thing about but, wide receivers, man. They're yeah. like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Like, yeah. <laughs> Why? Was, yeah. Well, that room is getting packed. That room like, is getting pretty packed. Where where is he about to go? You know, with the salary he's going to want because it's like where, where is he going to go where it makes sense well, to pay an Amari Cooper? Cut well, him. he showed he'll take less money because we we wanted to give him more money than what he's getting. He said, "Nah, no thanks." Uh, <laughs> I mean, he knows a dumpster uh, fire when he sees it. <laughs> most yeah, most intelligent uh, people do. Yeah, I'm gonna lose. I'll lose in Dallas. No thanks. Yeah, I'll, I'm losing with Jerry. I don't like that. I'd rather win. Yeah. If you're going to lose, I'd rather lose in Dallas than in Washington. Yeah. Losing yeah. in Washington hurts. This was way worse than losing in Dallas. Jerry Rolls a sexy venue, right? You got a sexy venue, an active owner who's going to spin. You may, you know, you may not win, but you can play yourself into some money. Jerry Jones is going to die before he wins another Super Bowl. <laughs> There's yeah. a take. I mean, that's the, the, I believe it. The, the, it looks like he's going to die now. <laughs> Yeah, the odds on that, man. I, I, I'll take them odds. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, right, Vegas probably only give you a plus 100 on that. Yeah, you get, I'll, you I'll get a, it might be, right there. It might be a negative 100 on that. You may have to put down two to win one. Uh, for who, you, who you got Super Bowl, Scoop? Um, so I can't deny the way these teams are built. And just off of pure roster build, Joe Burrow is in for a long day. The pass, oh, yeah. like the pass rush is is insane. You have literally two yeah, Hall two of Hall Famers, famous. yeah, right. And all everyone knows, Von Von Miller plays his biggest games in the big situations, right? Like yeah. everyone kind of thought Von Miller was like, you know, come playoff time, came alive in the playoffs, getting yeah. sacked. That's what veterans He's do. Like, That's what he does, mm-hmm. man. And then you think about like for whatever reason, Eric Weddle. Whatever like, that guy's, he was gone for two years. He's playing it, great. Yeah, football. it doesn't look like yeah. like he's still yeah, it doesn't look people. like great people. Like, yeah. the he let the team side, tackle. Yeah, on on the, on the uh, in the playoff game. Yeah, he let the team tackle. On the defensive side, I don't think the Bengals can match up. Like offenses are similar, right? Mm-hmm. 
similar uh-huh. offenses. Defenses is not the same. It's not the same. Their defense is near. Yeah, that Bengals that. defense is undermanned against that Rams offense. Yeah, so much. They're undermanned against them. Don't let Cooper. But they were under. They were undermanned against the Chiefs. The Chiefs can't stop anybody. The Chiefs can't stop it. It's a shootout. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You know, so it's the same principle. You know, they're essentially going to, it's going to, to me, it's going to boil down to what Joe is going to be able to do with Joe's that offensive line falling around him. Because someone's going to get, someone's going to get home frequently. Yeah. That's what I mean. Is Joe going to be able to play on ice? Is he, is he going to be able to do his best Russell Wilson impersonation and pull the out? The answer is no. The answer is no. Well, well, if Aaron Donald gets pressure up the middle, it's a wrap. Joe Burrow's not that he's not that lateral to get out of the and then Von Miller's coming towards his left and the right because he's gonna move around this game. So I'm like it's gonna be hard. Well his best, his best friend will end up having to be uh Joe Mixon. They're gonna have to run at Donald. I mean yeah, they're, gonna, yeah. they're gonna have to run some plays at him. Yeah. And 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 Mixon's gonna have to be ready for a check down at any moment. And on any drop back, Mixon's gonna have to be ready, freeing himself open for a hot one coming in in two seconds. Yeah, he's uh, either and, running the ball or in the flats all game. But you know what, too? And then that, too. Like, Mixon's going to stay in on deep passes to chip. Joe Mixon's going to be fucking gassed at the end of this game. I'm telling you. Because they're going to have to use him in the pass pro, out catching passes, and he's going to have to rush that ball to keep him on it. I mean, Joe Mixon is yeah. going to probably. He might be the X Factor. He might be he the secret. He might, yeah, he, he might be the secret X Factor there. Yeah. You know, yeah. He got to kill three levels of the game, man. Joe Mixon got to bring his A game in all three levels. <laughs> Plugging Joe got a he got a hit one. Well, hey, on that Eric Weddle thing too. If I was his fucking trainer, he needs to cash in. I could say, man, I got a guy that was out of football for two years, man. I was fucking training him. He's still in NFL shape. Come on down to my gym. You want to get in shape? <laughs> that nigga was out of ball for two years. He like he didn't miss a step, man. Whoever he's training with, that nigga needs props. Yeah, that nigga needs props, man. Yeah. So who, that is who, what's your call, Scoop? You going with the Rams? I'm going with the Rams. All right. I know you got yeah. the Bengals, Flim. Yeah, I mean, I just can't bet against them. Can't bet against they, the They wave. came this far. I can't. Yeah, they came this They've defied all logic. I can't. Uh, I can't. I'm, I'm a betting guy. They defied all logic. I'm a betting guy. My heart says Rams, but I'm a betting guy. And as a betting guy, I'm definitely taking the Bengals because that's where the money's at. And I believe yeah. it. You know, I, it's not just it's not just fairy tale money. It's money I could see coming to fruition. So uh, I mean, he's gonna I'm, I'm, to I'm gonna take the money. Everyone's forgetting. Everyone's forgetting. I'm, like this I'm, is not I believe the. Ra- I'm territory. taking the Rams in spirit. I'm putting my money on the Bengals. That's yeah. that's how I'm answering this that. This is a home <laughs> game. You guys remember that last year when Tampa had a home game? Yeah, it was a very fair thing. Yeah, it was a home that's game. Kansas yeah. City got booed. It was like <laughs> it's the happiest moment of your life that someone else and someone else's house. Like that's yeah. that's a rough. And this is lost. Fucking yeah. Angeles. The Super Bowls, like you. Yeah, that is a, that is an uphill battle. The average income for Cincinnati is nowhere near. No Bengals fans play. aren't flying out. There's there's not going to be a lot of Bengals fans in attendance. There's going to be a lot of LA fans though. They said they were limiting. There were yeah. so many LA fans. They were limiting. And let's talk about that. Highest Super Bowl ticket prices of all time. Yeah. That was gonna be my next real nonsense. You need it. That's what I should have closed the shit off. Four grand to get into nosebleeds. At the worst point, the worst point in the human history, you know, at our current history to date, you guys decided it's cool to trot out the highest price tickets 
and then you, you possibly can. And then to say you're sorry, you drop it a whopping thousand dollars. Great, thank you. Still can't afford it. Yeah, there you go. There you go, guys. But here you go, you yep. peasants. <laughs> yeah, left. <laughs> you broke it. You broke sons of bitches. Here you go. <laughs> Crying about these prices. Listen, you could. I'm gonna even... say there's a lot of there's a lot of irresponsible fucking husbands out there. If you're going to that game, man, I'm just telling you, you better have your fucking ducks in a row. You tell your wife what you spent on those motherfucking tickets. <gasps> nosebleeds, babe. I got a, I got a nosebleed from yeah, on them fucking bleeds. <laughs> Gosh. She's going to look at you like you're fucking crazy, man. You spent $8,000 on a football game. <laughs> but it's the Bengals. <laughs> don't, don't let them lose. God. Oh man, yeah, that's the funnier part. People are paying that much uh, money right now for heartbreak. A, yeah, for a gamble, you may be crushed. You may be crushed when they lose. All you're gonna think about is how you wish you didn't spend that money, catch this flight, or do any of this. Yeah, wish I just watched it from the home. Yeah. Wish I went to my went. To, wish I went to Jeff's Super Bowl party, had some chips and fucking dip, and got home at eleven. Oh, speaking of which, I don't know what you're doing, bro, but I'm hosting, so you know you're more than welcome to come through. I'm with it, man. Appreciate the invite too, man. I'm yeah, with it. I'm off tomorrow. Nice. Oh yeah, that's, that's dope. Uh, yeah, that's I'm, dope. I'm with that, man. I, I just went that. through. I, I got to grab some more brews, but I did some slight work. Got some. I got a lot of liquor, just in case, you know. Word, word. So, you know, if I could spin real quick on sports, real quick, man. Y'all, y'all seen this nigga Joe Rogan, man? This Joe, nigga. Joe Rogan. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna start stop you. This sounds like some Stax Lowry content. 